What's going on, guys? This is Elroy Martinez Jr., and you are now listening to Uncensored with J.R. Eros Roman. And in case you didn't know, you can now stream this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, all for free. Like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Stay tuned for more. All right, guys, welcome back with J.R. Eros Roman on Uncensored. You already know who it is here with me behind the microphone. It's my special guest, Mr. Elroy Martinez Jr. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful Sunday. A beautiful Sunday? It's freezing outside. I don't like the cold. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad compared to how it's been back and forth and that rain. What was it, Friday? That rain was freezing. Was it Friday? Yeah. I don't know. I, I was stuck inside all day because I was, I was watching... Um, most of my, my my two nephews came and it was just, I was stuck with them for two weeks. So I haven't had any real adult conversation in weeks. Oh, we're about to have one now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to the people that don't know, because I know, you have been an actor for how many years now? Uh, six. Six years? Yeah. Independent, you know, short films and community theater. What made you decide to be an actor? Because I thought about it and um, me personally, I don't think I can do it. So for me, when I was young, I've always been interested in movies. I love movies. And when the Oscars would come around, I'd see them, you know, I'd see them up there. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm shy. I was, I was a shy kid growing up. But I've always had, like, this desire to act and be in film because I thought it looked cool. I loved Ghostbusters when I was young. You know, Jurassic Park, 93 came out. And I wanted to do these things, but I knew I wasn't. I wasn't going to put myself out there. I was real shy, and I'm like, I can't do this. So I, I always wrote when I was little, playing with my toys. I'd always make up these stories with Star Trek and Power Rangers. But um, in my early 20s, I, I was depressed, and I wanted to make a change. I was like, I need to start doing something different. And in order to get out of my shyness, which, again, that was part of my depression, I, it was hard to you know make friends and talk to people and date. I took a class with uh, Lori Key. She worked. In, she works in BMCC. She's a professor through a mutual friend of my brother's, and I met her. And she told me about her class and why I want to be an actor and why I want to do this. And you know, she she told me about the classes in that October. I think it was when I was 25, so a few years ago. I'm 32 now, so um, yeah. <laughs> you and you also recently just won an award. Congratulations! What Thank was you. It for? Um, best short short at the Brightside Tavern Film Festival. I did a film called Harmony. I wrote and produced, and I had an actress who I made direct it. I didn't make her direct. I asked her to direct it, and she became a producer as well and acted in it. So she, you know, it was we each shared different, uh, what you call it, roles in that project. I edited the film, and you know, we we won an award for the best short short, and we didn't expect it. So it was definitely a surprise. I put pictures in the video up and. It was really exciting because that was my first festival award. With these festivals, is it you submitting the, your your project to yeah. win this award, or is it they just no? Find you? So, well, this is the thing. There are two different types of submissions. There's online events which you're submitting for. Hey, look at me for best actor or best director. Online events. I have two best actor awards for. In New York Indie Film Awards and the LA Short Awards back in 2016 for two separate months. I'm a little iffy about those, but you know I did it and I got the award, which you know you, you have to buy. So it's like eh, I don't know, but because they got to make it, it's just like whatever. I won it and I got them and I'm proud of it. But the Brightside Tavern submission, it's like a lot of other festivals, you just go for category, and that's just common for anything. Hey, look. I'm submitting for best um, a short film under whatever minutes or a feature film. And then, you know, they'll separate who they want as far as best director nominations. Like, we didn't get nominated for best director, but we didn't. it wasn't because we had to choose that. That was a separate thing. They do that themselves, so it was more legit. So we got best short, short nomination. I actually got it for two films that I submitted. Hitman Silence and Harmony, both on YouTube right now, if you want to check Elroy Martinez Jr. films. Elroy Martinez Jr. is the channel, and that's my, my little thing there. But, um, yeah, and they just separate the nominations that way, so it's more legit. But, yeah, we won, so that was a great feeling. 
when it comes to red carpet, were you worried about what you were going to wear or what people were going to judge you on what you're wearing? How does I, uh, So funny thing, last year, you know, Michael, great guy. Um, I had a picture up in the summer where I was wearing a white tee. And, you know, my outfit was cool. I had a burgundy pants and my cognac shoes. Underneath, I had a black tank top under the white button up. And, you know, I didn't think about it because it's sunny. You're going to see the black. So he mentioned that to me. He's like, oh, you got to look what you wear. You know better than that. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't care. But I've been more, you know, cautious with what I wear. So bright side, I just had my suede blazer, black blazer, the white button up, jeans, and some boots, suede boots, because, you know, the weather. I thought it was going to be snowy. But I look good. People commented me, so. But, yeah, you want to you wanna be presentable. It, with When it comes to fashion, is that something you're interested in? No. No? Nothing? No, but I, I will allow it to be something to, you know, look into whenever I'm going to events. This film that you did, what was it called? Harmony? Harmony, yeah. Let's say it blows up and it's bigger than life. Would you ever consider, because um, a lot of these actors take Calvin Klein, uh, ads or Tommy Hilfiger. Oh, for sure. That's it's money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's all about so money. So you would go far as like a Marky Mark Calvin Klein ad in the underwear, or is there something you just wouldn't cross when it comes to entertainment? Oh, I w- I don't care. You don't care. I w- I would do it. Want me in my underwear, but I just had to hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so you know uh, that'd be uh. something to work on. But yeah, definitely. Like I for one of my old short films. Actually, a half hour. It was in 2015 that I did. And I'm, it was a bit of a depressing experience because, you know, it wasn't, it was, the reviews wasn't great through, amongst friends and family, but mm-hmm. it was an experience and it was my biggest film, different actors, and I'm proud of it. It's probably one of my most viewed films so far. But that one, I wanted to show, <laughs> I was going to be nude, just my, like, my rear end. But I, I just took it out because I realized it didn't. It was a necessary scene to have. It was like a sex scene to show the love and whatnot. Yeah. And the actress was okay with it. It wasn't going to be gratuitous in that aspect. Am I using the right word, gratuitous? Or taste, okay, tasteful. Tasteful, yeah. It's so, not a porno, guys. Yeah. Don't get too excited. No, but I, I ended up taking it out, so I didn't do it. But I wanted to do it to showcase, like, I'm not afraid to expose, you know, certain aspects of my body. Because I'm an actor. That's I want to do this. But if it's not... For the film, then you take it out. You don't just force it in. So, When it comes to acting, though, is there, like, um, I guess, not qualifications, but, like, a list of things that are required, like nudity, like shaving your head. Is there, like, a guideline that people tell you before you become an actor? Hey, you might have to shave your head for this. You might have to show a little skin here and there. Yes. Yeah, I like, mean, that's it's a common... It's something that's common it's and to be expected. I've never been told I have to do this or that or was, but that's something that's expected where you go to class and you have the teacher talking about acting in general. Like these are things you have to expect, mm-hmm. but you have the power to say, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. But isn't that limiting? It does yourself? limit you. Yes. You might lose that offer of the job, but again, don't do anything you don't want to do. Look at the what's going on, the Harvey Weinstein and oh, all that nonsense. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with, okay. So your first your film Harmony. How long did it take to to film this? So I was. So here's the thing. I wanted to direct it and star in it, but due to work, I realized you know what I'm, and I don't want always want to star in my own projects that I write. As well, I I just told the actress I was like, hey. You think I can just help you produce it only and just be the writer and I'll give you like the money half and I'll let you, I'll allow you to, you know, direct it as you see it. You got the script. You can work it on your own pace, get the crew. And that's what we did. Uh, we, they did it in May and I think it finished by June, July. Because it's all about scheduling. It was a short film. It's about four minutes, almost five. Mm-hmm. On paper, it was longer. But if you don't follow everything to the T on paper, it's going to either be longer or shorter but it worked um from what i saw in the final the final movie because i edited it the ending was probably the biggest thing that i wish stuck but i realized what they had to work with it couldn't allow itself so it worked for what it was 
the ending, you know, it, it, everything is as it should be. That's how I see it when it's the final anything. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the ending was probably the only thing that I would have wanted it to stick to the script. But I liked it for what it was. And I, I edited it that way and we got a trophy. So it worked. <laughs> okay. That's all that matters that you won something. Yeah. But me personally, and I'm going to be completely honest, last night I, I went back onto your YouTube page and I watched your acting reel. I don't know if it's because I know you, but I I it's not that I can't take you seriously as an actor. It's just like when I watch the the reel, I'm like, that's not Elroy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. But I, I I know what you're doing. Yeah. I personally don't think I can watch you um in a film because I as much as I know you're taking this seriously, I can't. Yeah, and you're not the first person. Like, I understand. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. As much as I'm, I'm rooting for you, and I want you to succeed and do whatever it is you want to do. I can't watch it, and that's understandable. But I guess it's just me continuing to put myself out there and what I'm doing, and you, it'll just come in your, I guess, in your own time when you're ready to <laughs> see it. But the thing is, too, like I, I don't think me personally, I don't think I can judge your work when it comes no. to acting. I mean, so when it comes to acting. I mean, I'm better when I, when I started. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I first did my first class and I, my lip was twitching in front of everybody. Now I can perform and talk in front of people without, a, you know. I still get nervous. It's helped me, especially for work. Like, I do retail. It's definitely helped me in that aspect to be able to work sales and utilize my ability of, you know, just speaking with people and knowing what to say and just confidence. So, acting has helped me in that regard, but... Yeah, I mean, I've got so much more to learn. It, you're never, n- never not being able to learn. You're never not learning. Like one of the first times somebody, when I was in, in high school, they, they somebody asked me to if I ever considered being an actor, and it was because of my fake performance of, I think it was Death of a Salesman. Mm. I was playing one of the lead roles. I don't remember the story at all, but. It was the teacher actually, and she was like, "You should consider it. You should consider it." And I'm like, mm, "I have my own self esteem issues, so I don't think I could put myself on camera like that." No, I when I first saw myself on camera, I was like, "Ugh, this is." <laughs> it was it was it was part of the class to see yourself on camera, like, and she would yeah. send it to us, and I'm like, "This isn't for me." Like I'm like I, but I kept doing it, and now I see myself on camera, and I'm like, "Okay." All I see now is okay. I should have done this better, but now I look good, mm-hmm. and I look natural, but. Mm-hmm. In regards to just what I'm seeing myself is what I could have done better, you know. So I can always grow, and just because I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for a few years, it doesn't mean I'm the shit. Yeah. I'm not even in Hollywood. I'm doing independent stuff, and a lot of me is a lot. Of, a lot of that is procrastination. Mm-hmm. I should continue to put myself out there and look for agencies and stuff. But yeah, I know friends that they on TV and have managers and have done things. So that's pretty yeah. cool. But procrastination i just know i know a couple of people that they're doing background acting and like major tv shows like i know somebody that was recently in an ariana grande music video if i'm not if i'm not mistaken and then i'm pretty sure my other friend was like an nc what is it ncsi something like yeah. that and i'm like Here's a, yeah, here's the thing with that. I know a lot of people that do background. I've only done it twice my in my whole life. I did it for The Normal Heart, which was an HBO movie with Mark Ruffalo, Taylor yeah. Kish, the AIDS um, issue in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I did the scene where Mark Ruffalo was there, Taylor Kish, what's his name from The Big Bang Theory. Um, it was the club scene. So my character, I'm guessing, had to be like a gay club goer. So they had me cover up my tattoo on the arm. And we, you know, we dressed it differently just to come off, you know, more whatever. So, and our, it was just basically in the club. We were there 12 hours doing the same scene, dancing, and they did what they had to do and were watching. And it's pretty exhausting, but it's cool to be a part of something like that and see the actors. But I've done it. I've done that and something with, it was LeBron James. It was a comedy, Trainwreck. Um, Bill Hader was there and Amy Schumer. And I was like a basketball attendee for that event. And again, that was 12 hours. But I was used. And there's times that people, they don't get used at all. And they're just there waiting. But they're getting paid for the day. But, you know, it could be exhausting. But unless you want to be an actor, actor, don't make background your only thing. But some people do that. That's part of that's what they get paid to do. Yeah. Which is fine. I know 
I have friends that do that, and it's like, if you can get work like that consistent, and you like it, go ahead. But that was something I never really cared for, and I still try to look to do some things, but really it's been my work schedule that's been in the way, so... But it's fine because I'm doing my short films and I'm getting but, work. But do you think with your your job, you think maybe you might have to either take some time off or quit completely and just throw yourself into acting? I'm not there yet, no. I need to be financially stable to do that. Yeah. But um, for what I'm doing now as far as other people's short films, whether I'm casting or producing or my own work, because I don't just do my own work, I've been able to, you know do those things and go to work at the same time so it's it's good right now i'm not complaining in that regard but when it's down when it's like okay now it's time for a step up yeah that might be something that but i need to be stable yeah because even even doing this podcast there's a lot of thought that goes into it and in my mind i'm like okay i can't do this now because i have work i work monday through friday strictly sometimes and it's like oh my god I'm, I'm trying to take this as serious as i can and then me and my 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 producer we're always like you might have to quit your job if you really want to take this but i'm like i'm not there yet i mean a lot of people do but you know what the idea is that as long as you're still putting something out there and you have and you know try not to make it a lengthy time where nobody's getting episodes yeah your followers will remain and they'll know you're working as long as you're putting out there. And that's kind of my thing with YouTube. I only got 50 followers. I don't have a lot of subscription or you know, subscribed people, but that's mm-hmm. because I only put out work as I'm finishing it. And it's months apart, you know, when you make a film and editing versus other people who, if you're being consistent, putting work out, and if people like what it is that you're putting out, you're going to get the views and the followers and then you know you make the money because of how many people is following and whatnot you just got to be consistent you don't have to give up your other you know your your work right now that's yeah. giving you money but just work at it on your own pace and just keep putting stuff out there like i know you keep promoting it on instagram your picture that cool podcast picture with the sunglasses that's all it is just keep putting that out there so people see that you're working even if they have to wait but as long as they know it's out there still so which one of your your projects you think took like the most out of you? The Dark Edge, which is the the long half hour, the longer version, um, the longest film I've done. It's a half hour. So I the was one working. You kept saying like cokehead, like you're a drug addict or something like that. No, I was um, working for a drug boss. Yeah, yeah, it, that had a lot of issues sound wise, and you know, camera the way it looked grainy in some aspects. But again, that was me doing everything on my own with what I had, but I had my, you know, people that I know that was able to, wanted to work with me and just have something out there for themselves if they liked it. But they were okay with it and, you know, it was just, it took a lot out of me because I was working two jobs at the time and I was only getting four hours of sleep and in between coming home late at night, I was editing a lot and I wouldn't go home to two. I would go to sleep to two o'clock and get up at five in the morning and I was doing that for a good for a few months, mm-hmm. maybe six months while editing, because I shot that film in, uh, I think, the summer and then the following spring. I finally, like, finished, finished. But, and then also emotionally, I was getting a lot of, eh, it's not that good. Which is, I mean, I like criticism. Yeah. And honest criticism. But, because I wasn't, I didn't really get that until that film. It was new for me, and I was just kind of, like, depressed. Like, do I want to continue making films? Not the acting part. It was making films. Mm-hmm. That it was, like, do I want to continue to do this? But I like creating. I like writing. And I didn't let it stop me. I probably took a pause for two months of doing any writing. But as you can see, I've been consistent in it. And I just finished a film called Aphrodite that I'm waiting for my composer to, you know, do the music. And I'm excited for it. I like what I have so far. This dialogue is a lot more action in scenes, just action and music. But the dialogue is when it's the scenes are there. That's what I'm excited for, for what the story is about and what is going on. So, so when, if you're given a script, what's the first thought? What's your first initial thoughts when you're like given a script? You're reading through it as an actor. As an actor, like you're the lead role. What's your what's going through your mind? Because I know a lot of actors they kind of lose themselves. And they 
they really want to commit to the role like if we take it back to Heath Ledger before he died and he was the Joker, the Joker in the Dark yeah. Knight yeah. and supposedly he locked himself in his hotel room he locked himself in his apartment for months he kept a journal to just really understand who the Joker was and yeah I've read about that and I think that's awesome if you can do that yeah I mean you really have to have the time and when you're an actor you're you have money and you can you can do all that sure I mean there's different for me personally I'll read a script I want to understand what the story is you know obviously what's the story mm-hmm. then through the, that I want to understand what my character's role is in the story and then that's how I kind of differentiate myself and the character of who he's supposed to be how I should portray him of course when it comes to the director they'll let you know as it's being shot what you should do or what you shouldn't do but I just differentiate myself based off story I'm not a method actor so I don't change into this person in front of everybody throughout my daily you know goings on like some people mm-hmm. but I just separate based off what the story is and who the character is supposed to be learn my lines and then deliver it as I feel is in the story but I honestly I'm, I personally don't even know what the director's role is because uh, every time they're like oh we have this person on and I'm like okay I don't even know what he does so explain that to to somebody like me <laughs> what the director does yeah all right they, so they shuffle they shuffle through directors and i'm like just pick something i don't i don't know well i mean when you have a director you can have one or two you know helping each other on set yeah. really like if it's just the one the director is supposed to shoot the scenes and make sure that the angles and the characters are delivering you know their, their roles as should be seen based off the script on camera so if let's say i'm giving you something to do right now take this cup into the kitchen just filming you going into the kitchen i just want to see that action and then if something's supposed to happen where you drop it you're gonna drop the cup and then react like oh man i just it's just based off emotion just making sure that you're delivering what is in the script that's all the director's role is deliver what is said in the script as they're shooting it and making sure it comes off great you know, like you don't want a poor performance. You want to make sure the performance is, you know, really good, great, and that that's why you have more than one take. Yeah. Uh, let's try it this way. Let's get a different, you know, let's put more effort into this. Uh, you know, it's just basically their role is to make sure the delivery is good enough to, you know, finalize at the end. But, so, it, so it and getting be- the story across, like just from point A to point B. Let's get these shots. And finish it. That's basically their role. But if the if the director is very like nitpicky, it could take hours just to film. It, oh yeah, walking. it can be. Um, I don't know if you heard of what was it? That Jack Nicholson film, the horror film back in the The 80s? Shining. The Shining. So the actress, I forget her name. The director was apparently he was real bad to her. Really? The scene where she had to like cry because Jack, I guess he's coming through the door. From what I heard. He kept making her do that scene over and over, and it was exhausting for her. I think, like, it really got to her at one point. You got to look. Just read up in it. Read up into it. But he was just real bad, like, just to get this type of delivery from her, the way he kept having her do it over again. And, you know, there's different roles that directors will act on, and you have your shitty directors, and you have your, good, your cool directors. I've had a lot of cool directors. I'm a cool director when I direct my films. I'll let you know this is what I want. If you didn't deliver it to where I'm happy enough, I'll be like, hey, I'll suggest give me this type of performance instead. Like, do this instead. It's just basically their role is to make sure the outcome of the scenes are good. You know, so. So with that director, do you think because of all of the, the uh, let's say, mental abuse yeah. that she suffered through, do you think... So um, they should like maybe seek mental health after that because after I mean like, like I, that, I I I forgot mostly what happened, mm-hmm. but if it affected if it affects you mm-hmm. like it did her I mean yeah seek some type of anyone if you're suffering from anything obviously seek help go to someone talk like 
don't keep it to yourself because it's just gonna make things worse for you in the end so doesn't but does any anything like that like ever really scare you to be an actor no to take it that way that far no because i mean you're not gonna direct me and give me a tone or an attitude like i'll let you know i'll walk off like it's i've never had to deal with that but yeah you're not gonna big dog me I'm not going to allow that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. I'm here to deliver my performance. If it's not up to par, then we're going to just keep doing the scenes and work on it. Or if you need to fire me, like some actors get fired, and then you fire me because I'm not, at the end, what, what, what you're looking for. So, mm-hmm. Is there an actor in particular that you're just, is your idol? Is somebody you, you would yes, you look up um, to? Not idol. I don't do all that, but mm-hmm. I really like Gary Oldman. Okay. Uh, if you have you seen any of his films or his roles, you don't know who that is. He was Jim Gordon in the the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Christopher Nolan's yeah. films, the Batman. Yeah, films. yeah. He's a great actor. He's he's played many different character roles: Russian, Air Force One. I really liked him in The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one with Bruce Willis? I didn't. Yeah, he was um the villain. He had some weird name. He had like half bald and half hair on the other side. He was really good. Like. He's he's a versatile actor. He's a lot of bad guy roles, but I really like him. He's the one person that I look up to as you know OG actor. Who I, does he have an Oscar yet? Or he might have recently got one. But I'm like he definitely deserves like where's his Oscar if he hasn't? He might have already gotten one though. I think last year or two. And then you mentioned a film earlier that really inspired you to be an actor. Um, what was it? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I'm a big fan of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I was young, and I remember the cartoon came out, and I mm-hmm. guess I was put on through the cartoon, and then my parents, you know, got me to see the first one, and I was just so on it because the comedy at you know the comedy, the shooting the ghosts, it looked cool. Like I wanted to be a Ghostbuster, so that really inspired me because it looks like fun. Like acting is fun. Like you can be on set, laugh when you're doing your roles. Like yesterday, I just came from a set for a film I'm an associate producer on, and and I wrote my I wrote partially with the main writer mm-hmm. who did the first one, and I helped with the first one as just an associate producer. But I put myself in this film, and you know we're filming our scenes and we're laughing because you know either one's messing up or something happened, and it's just fun. It's fun to be on set, especially when it's going smoothly, because not all sets are great. Yeah, if you read up, I read up on film and all that and it's just a lot of times custom um actors they just like oh this was shit just want to get it done okay so let's play this or that yeah. so would you do film or theater film film do you think with, with with theater though do you think you ever can do like a broadway play no i can get into that if you like <laughs> i've done community theater yeah and i've done off off broadway mm-hmm. shows so like a 10 minute show where it's just me and one person or amongst it's like a whole group of us in a play performance for a festival i've done that i like theater i like performing on stage it's a different beast yeah it, the energy is different like you can see your, you know the people that are watching you can hear them laughing or reacting and i love that but the thing with theater is that if you mess up, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you got to be either quick with it. Because I've, my the 10-minute the um, one act that I did, it was like 13 different one acts. And I was number seven. And, you know, we did it for three, we did it three times. Twice one day, then one next. And it was great. But at one point, I realized I messed up. I, I forgot my line. But the director or the writer and co-actor of the play he jumped like right into like because he kind of knew and my thing is if i'm forgetting a line i'm not gonna make it obvious i'm just gonna like play to like some type of you know i have to play to it but he picked up on it when you have someone who's a great co-actor in that regard they'll help you and then okay bam he said this just jump into the next line because the the viewers they don't know the script yeah so if you don't play to oh damn i messed up they don't know that you messed up and then the next day, he forgot his lines, but he's in character because he's arguing with me. So it's like he's stuttering to say something, but I realize he's okay. So I'm going to say something to help him. But he knew, he remembered, he's like, he stopped me in character. Like, no, 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 because he's yelling at me. So it's, it's fun, though. It's a different beast. 
but it's a lot more nerve-wracking because you kind of want to put on a 100% A-plus performance okay. and with no messing up. But. So film or TV? Film. Film. But, you know, TV is where money is consistent. It, it's consistent, yeah. but... <laughs> I mean, it depends. I don't mind TV. It yeah. just depends what it is that I'm... Okay, let's say yeah. sitcom. Like sitcom or drama. You know what it is? I love drama. A lot of my films are drama, but I'm trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Either or. Whichever I can get, I'm fine with. Sitcom would have been something I would have loved to do. Yeah, sitcom is a lot easier, I guess, because you know, it's less like, oh, the drunk, you're really you know, crying and all that. But when Friends came out, when I, was, when I started watching Friends anyway, that really, I really, really, really wanted to act more. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be in Friends. Like, I really wanted to be in Friends. So definitely sitcom was something that I wanted to do, but I like drama, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter, whichever. I don't know. Now that I'm talking to you, I might think about just taking a class. Take a class. That's I can definitely say just take a class, even if it's just for like a month, four different Saturday, you know, Saturdays of the month. You know, you'll find different packages. Yeah. Just try it. Give it a try. Like you might get find something there and branch off into something new for you you know but i always tell people just give it a try there's nothing to be nervous about everyone else is everything to be nervous about i mean (laughs) in in front of people everyone else is doing it unless you got someone who's a veteran and they're just taking it like i'm the shit and i'm gonna just just do it i have like i said i started from here i'm here and i can continue to go higher but it definitely helped me by taking the class and telling myself this is what i want to do now i can do it it's no cool. more twi- um, quivering lip. <laughs> Just like, damn, am I doing a good enough performance? No. Listen, when I when I took a speech class when I was in school, one of the first times I've ever stood in front of, of adults, and after I gave my speech, everyone was like, you sound like someone's behind you and is going to stab you in the back. <laughs> Why can't you relax? I already see me, like... No, it's gonna no. That's gonna happen. But the this is what I say: the more you do something, it's just gonna be natural. Mm-hmm. Think like work, cash wrap. I hated. I didn't want to do it. I was so nervous to do it. But I told myself, they want me here to do it. I have to learn. And I kept just putting myself on it, on it. Now it's like nothing to me. I'm on the cash wrap. So that's all I say. As long as you continue to put yourself like this is, I can do this, and you do it. It's just going to be fine. You're going to grow and it's going to be natural to you. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now or even five years from now with acting? Well, if I'm if I continue the route that I'm going, I'm not going to be where I want to be because I say, like I said, I procrastinate. I'm just at a pace where I'm just doing my own thing and other people's films, but I'm not going to agents or managers. But I can say I can see myself making it if I put myself on that path if i don't i'm just i'm not going to be where i want to be yeah but again it's just right now i just need to focus on financial stability and you know how it is yeah that regard before i actually pursue but i'm i'm just building credit credentials i am doing things to like look into but i'm not going hardcore like most people no but i love that everyone's at their pace you know it's just i love that you're 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 literally doing it no matter like how big or small, you're actually doing it. Yeah. Thank so you. like, I really have to give that to you. Thank you. Because even starting this podcast, I'm like, I don't know. And I've been talking about it for years and years. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And then, again, I had to convince my my producer to do it with me. So I to spit this out. And then now I'm doing it. And it's like. No matter how big or small this is, at least I know I did it. Yeah, and you want to always tell yourself, at least I tried. Yeah. There's a lot of people that they don't try, and I didn't want this to go. When I told myself, I want to be an actor, I want to do this, and it's like, I kept telling myself, I want to do this. Maybe I'll get chosen in the streets like lucky people. Mm -hmm. That's what I was banking on back (laughs) then. That wasn't going to happen. So I'm like, you know, it's time to stop thinking like that and just take a class my brother was like because he always knows people my brother like yeah. for hookups and he's like yeah well, my friend does acting and who's your friend and i'm like oh it's this guy i know him but it was because he was taking acting class so that's why he was telling me like yeah just hook up with him and it just branched off from there and i was able to 
go to class and meet people. And through meeting people, I was able to know about this community theater group. It was called I Act, You Act. I did that for six months, and I made friends there. And through those friends, I was able to get a sh- my first short film that I auditioned for and got cast in. And then I got the, oh, I want to make my own films. Mm-hmm. So I did my first two films, which was just crap. It was really bad, like really amateur. But I, I grew, and I kept meeting people, and they, oh, I want to use you for my projects. and That's how it started. You know, and a lot of the times I didn't, those projects that I was used for didn't go anywhere. They didn't finish and it's, it sucked. But as long as I knew I was still trying to work and just working on my own things, it just kept going up and building. So you just got to put yourself out there. What's your backup plan? Because I don't have a backup plan. No. I mean, maybe writing because I do write. I started. I was writing like short stories, and I used the site where you did like your own self. It was a self-promoting a book thing that you can get made. Put upload your story, choose a cover unless you have a cover made for you. Upload it, and you can get it. You can order the books, and you can sell them if you wanted to. And you know you do all that nonsense, text whatever. But through that website, people could buy your own books. So if you wanted to promote yourself. Hey guys, go to this website, buy my book. You get royalty. I used to get royalty, but it was you no. Know, I think the most I got was like sixty bucks, and it was like a period of months where you got it. So I would probably get like twenty, forty, sixty, because it was like family that would buy it or friends. Um, but yeah, you can do that. I I might go back to that, or actually seeking bigger publishing company, not self-publishing. That's what it is, not promoting. Yeah. Um, probably that because I, I do like writing. Like I said, I write my own short scripts now and i just create them into films but i like writing and if you give me an essay if i read it i guarantee i could get you an a there was just some always something about writing that i always liked yeah so a few years ago i tried writing let's say a book and i stopped doing it because it started to sound very generic and it didn't sound original and I didn't know what it was. Do you think with writing, you kind of have to like lock yourself away, or just? Well, here's the thing with that. Even script writing, I'll probably do script writing, not just writing books. But um, see, the thing with you said originality, nothing is original. If you look at a lot of the stories, a lot of the stories have the same elements to other things. Even my short films, but it's what you make of it. Like, what are you? What are the changes that you're making? to really kind of separate it so it's not like plagiarizing but a lot of you know movies and stories mm-hmm. they're using elements from other books that's how you get inspired or yeah. oh this was cool i want to do something with that but you got to make it your own so it may come off generic but you have to find pieces to make it different um do you have to some people have to lock themselves in a the room because they just don't want to be bothered or distract it's all about distraction but you don't have to do that. It's just whatever works for you. Writing a book was definitely something I I wanted to do. And even now on my computer, I have a, like a little tab. And as of right now, it has a working title called Uncensored. And I was debating if I wanted to create a story off of what I've been through growing up uh, till now or just completely make it like a biography. But because, you know, writing writing takes a lot out of you. And I don't know if I... I don't know if at this point I would be ready to, like, revisit a lot of what I've been through. But that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah. Um, and the best thing to do is just start yeah. writing. Because, I mean, you're going you're gonna to edit it eventually. So just put something, start putting something on your laptop or on paper... Let it form itself so that you can go back to it and then, wait, I got something that I want to continue to finish and actually finish it. Because if you leave it just as an idea, you might be missing out on something. So I always tell people, okay, just even people are interested in doing acting like scripts or writing something. I just put something on paper. If If you tell me about it, I'm like, I'll take a look at it. I can help you. And that's what I did for like the film recognition tool that I just did yesterday. People wanted a sequel, and I'm like, hey, what about the sequel? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. 
So I'm like, let me start it for you, or let me give you ideas. And then she started to like write it, cause you know what, bam. And that's how it is. Just start writing. You're gonna edit it eventually if you're not happy with it. But as long as you get it out of your system, that's the best thing you can do. I know we. So you and me went back and forth on Instagram a lot. Yeah. And you said in particular you wanted to play a certain film, a uh, role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um. Other than that, well, you can go ahead and say what what um, role is Gambit. Yeah. Gambit. Is, other than that, is there anything like you would want to play? It doesn't have to be comics. It could just be like let's say Romeo. If they ever did like another Romeo and Juliet. So I've always see when I was young, I've always wanted to be like a hero, mm-hmm. like that knight that saves the princess. Yeah, I would still like to do that, like that that hero, but just nothing cheesy. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, just some like type of hero because I've never seen myself as someone that looks like a hero. Yeah. But I want to. I want like to play a hero. But what is it about Gambit that you? Were, he's cool. You were, like, <laughs> we were stuck on that for a while. Yeah, he's he's cool. He's a badass. Ga- fucking Gambit. Like yeah. When they, who was making a movie or trying to get a movie out now that I'm not happy with Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, and I hope it never goes through. <laughs> just because I he's he's not I I he's not Gambit to me. Like, but you know. Actors will surprise you, but he did a voice, and I'm not trying to shit on you, Channing. I like you <laughs> as an actor, <laughs> but he did his uh, his voice on Ellen. She's like, "Oh, show me." And he did it, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, but again, I like Channing Tatum. I just don't want to see it in the MCU universe. <laughs> Channing Tatum, yeah, he's not the greatest actor. He's really not. But he's definitely com- he's great for comedy. Like he's come up like again. Oh, yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, I love that. Step up. It was alright. You gotta, you know, like I said, you gotta give all actors, actresses, or you know, whatever. You gotta give them their props if they've made it on screen. You know, you can't say anything. I can't say anything. I would just, be, I don't like them, but I always give them all props. So. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that because with the Fast and Furious franchise, I the only one I really, really watched was Tokyo Drift. Wow. And. I refuse to watch these films. Only. I'm gonna tell you, I haven't seen Tokyo Drift. That's the only one I haven't seen. I refuse to watch them because they're only hot because of the actors. Well, this actresses. is what I'm going to tell you as far as... I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't care for Fast and the Furious when it first came out, the first one. I didn't care for the second one. I didn't see the second one until years later because mm-hmm. I saw the fourth one. I skipped the third because I'm like, I don't care about... You know, if I'm going to see a movie, I need to be interested in the actors or like them. Yeah. I didn't care for any of the... I don't Bow Wow and... The other dude, I'm like, I don't, I'm good. But when the fourth one came out, I heard it was different. Like, it just changed. And I'm like, okay, let me check it out. I actually enjoyed it. And I checked out the second one because, like, now I'm going to follow the franchise. I still haven't seen the third one because I'm like, eh. But from the fourth one on to where we're at now, I've enjoyed them. They're actually cool action films. Are they? I think they are, personally. I mean... I I like them for what they are now. I think they're getting a little too crazy. Yeah. Especially the last one with the um, Jason Statham when the building's falling on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how are you guys not dead from all these crashes? And then they have um, a spinoff movie with The Rock. I'm going to see that just because <laughs> it looks, like, fun. But no. I think they're crazy. Like, okay, you guys are a little too, you know. They, I'm telling I. It's just... It's a billion-dollar franchise. I, it's, it is. It's about money, you know? It is, but it's like these movies... But like what you said, you only watched it because of the actors. Yeah. Again, there, this mo- this film in particular, I'm like, I'm not watching it. You only watch a lot of the girls only watched it because of Paul Walker, rest yeah. in peace. Vin Diesel, The Rock joined. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, she's beautiful. I love her, but I can't. I I just can't watch it. No, I mean, I thought. I mean, the fifth one was probably my favorite one. That's when they introduced The Rock. Yeah, I think just because the 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 characters, I love. I've, you have interesting characters, and they're all fun, and it looks like yeah. fun. And then the ending with the the safe, when they did that whole switch, was pretty cool. Like that little twist. But I mean, I think it's just fun movies. But for me, I I don't want to do just blockbuster films. If I'm ever in film, I want to do things that are like Deus Ex Machina. Uh, Ex Machina is it called? It's a film about like a robot uh, AI that was created. Oh, it's a new film that's coming out. It came out with Oscar Isaac. Like, little films. Like, it doesn't have to be blockbuster, but if they're, like, cool ideas and unique. Um, Ex Machina was, is one. Um, I love Lord of the Rings, so that's probably, like, a blockbuster, but 
I only saw the first one. I like stuff like that. I I love fantasy. I definitely would do fantasy. Harry Potter. I would do Harry Potter. Like again, I like magic and fantasy mm-hmm. and oh my god, I adventure totally, films like I that. Now that Potter. you mentioned that, what, what kind of role like other than Gambit? Gambit, something that's just not based on real life everyday yeah. events on Earth, our world. Like just something that's just a different world. It's unique. That's what I like to do. Yeah, I think it's it. I think it's. Um, I guess not poetic. But I think it's beautiful that you like being an actor. You can play somebody like Harry Potter, yeah, and you can convince the audience because now Harry Potter has like a huge cult, and now everyone believes like there are these magical mm. creatures. Yeah, we're all in muggles, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like where did you get all these ideas from? Oh, it's from the movie. Okay, yeah, you know it. It. it it brings something out of people. Yeah, and that's what's fun about it. That's film is just something that's important to me. So, so back to the Fast and Furious. So, did you hear about Vin Diesel and The Rock? Kind of like back in the back, day, yeah, back like what two years ago or something. Yeah, back and forth at going at it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. What was going on with there? I wasn't there. I don't know what's going on with that. So. I wasn't there, but from what I heard, <laughs> Vin Diesel being this huge just huge thing of muscle supposedly just being really unprofessional really he ain't huger than the rock being a diva <laughs> that's what it is yeah that's 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 what happened and you I'm know like, the rock comes off as a genuine guy again i don't know it's yeah, just what you see yeah on social media but he works he does and work. i guess he just wanted more of a producer i don't know approach to it and that's probably where the clash came like yo you just got brought into this family and now you are you changing things up i I don't know what was going on there but yeah i heard about it but the rock was like he don't fucking care he ain't backing down let me look at him there was a whole issue with tyrese getting upset with the spinoff yeah because he didn't get one like tyrese i mean be grateful that you're working because if you ask me i mean i'm not a I like him in the movies, but as an actor, I'm just like, eh. You're lucky you got some roles. Like, don't shit on, you know, where you're eating. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to complain about a spinoff, then you're going to get dropped. If they don't, if executives don't like that, you know. You know, like, just play the role. Just, play your role. Just play your role. Just do your they, job. It's about making money. That's why he's able to do the spinoff, because The Rock is hot right now. They're going to give him his, his films mm-hmm. for money. Mm-hmm. If you want a role or something then write something yourself he's he's and he's been like embarrassing himself on like you don't want to do that like so again i'm not shitting on tyrese but i'm just saying like Like, these are the things that you see that's out there i get his whole issue with his daughter and stuff or son i don't remember yeah and i'm like don't do that don't yeah don't put that out there like what you put out there is what's gonna bite you in the ass like you know for work especially Unfortunately, Lori Laughlin, she got caught. <laughs> she got caught up in that, and mm-hmm. now you know she got dropped from Hallmark. What was it, Hallmark? Hallmark. Channel? You know, like Hallmark. And then her daughter got dropped, like from Sephora. But then again, she didn't put herself out there. She got caught. It's different. But still, you know, like okay, so <laughs> so jumping from to Lori, right? So yes, her and a lot of other people have been under investigation, and a lot of people are facing jail time. So pretty much this is being called the biggest college admission scam. Yeah. So let's say you were Lori. Mm -hmm. Do you think knowing who you are now and let's say you just jump to a huge star, you think you would play along and do the same thing that they did to get their kid in these schools? Um, Maybe not in that aspect. I never went to college. I don't care about like you're gonna go. To, you're gonna go to college based off of your. I'm not gonna pay for you to go to college. Mm-hmm. Like that five hundred thousand could have been used for something even better mm-hmm. for your kid. You know, but um, like I'm never. I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm this. I'm the perfect guy. And I'll never do any of these things. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not here to say that. But as far as something like college admission scam, if you're telling me if I'm gonna would have done that, no, because that's not something that I care about. Anything else? Again, I mean, I'm not here to be a criminal or want to be a criminal, but you don't know where you, things go. Mm-hmm. I but, just, it's just they went really far as like lying. Yeah, the best thing you can do right now is hey, listen. I admit, in your her position, admit 
what you did. Apologize. You know you lost a job, fine, but apologize. Be truthful, and if you have money to like donate back to like this, I'm gonna give back something because I I did do that. Because you know if it's honest, mm-hmm. and if you want to continue your career, that will help you get something back. Hey, we want to look into you. you want to audition for this role or something? Yeah, sure, come. Because you're not a uh, you know, a dickhead or something. You know, you you handle it professionally and you admit it. That's the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Everyone does wrong. Okay, so with with that thought, R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. So a lot of people were saying, should we drop their music from streaming services? So like with Lori, her she lost a lot of like her Hallmark deals. Do you think? Because of what they did, should they have been stripped from their roles? Should we no. not listen to their music? Uh, I want to say no, because that was that's something that's already been done. People like it, no matter you know. Okay, this person did that. You know what? I'm not listening to music for them. I just like how it sounds. That's what I said. That's not, that's how I feel. Like, you know, she's on Fuller House. I mean, if maybe things going forward, being a strip, I guess like. Things away, like yeah, her role. Okay, we're gonna right now. We don't want her on this Fuller House episodes, even though she wasn't a major role. No, but because of the controversy, we just want to take away her that face for now. But yeah, okay, bring her back if you guys sure. But I get that aspect. But for something that's out now, like music, don't take it away. I like Michael Jackson music. I don't. I didn't see the. I didn't see the documentary. I mean, I know what's been an issue surrounding him but i still listen to his music because i got nothing to do with me mm-hmm. unfortunately i don't mean to say it like that i mean i said it worded no, it better it's, it's you know what i'm true. saying but like i no, it's, it's i separate art from what the person's been up to especially if it's art from the past that is like that has nothing to do with now like i want to listen to thriller <laughs> i want to listen to thriller like don't take thriller out yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying don't don't Loose thriller being like one one of the you know yeah for an example like don't strip everything away yeah. that you can't buy it no more because of you know the money is not going to, they don't have the goals of them mm-hmm. you know give it to the family members or something like I don't know but yeah that's how I feel just yeah no I don't think it's just I can't get go rid to jail if you gotta go to jail come back and do your go back to your job that's it. I just can't get rid of it. Ignition, the remix of R. Kelly. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I was never an R. Kelly. <laughs> I can't. I believe what? I can fly. I was just watching Space Jam earlier. Yeah, that's like... probably the only song that I'm like, yeah, R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. You also mentioned Harvey Weinstein earlier. Yeah. So with Harvey Weinstein, a lot of these, do you think a lot of these women chose their career versus admitting or speaking out to what happened? You know, that's... Usually what it boils down to, yes, unfortunately, because if you want to get this role, and but you're being forced to do something you don't want to do, and, you know, you unfortunately, that's the route you go, mm-hmm. because, okay, now I can do what I want to do because I did this. It's, it shouldn't be that way. Um, I don't bash anybody that did that, if that was the route you take out of, you know, because you'll get blacklisted, of course. Yeah. You know, that's you don't want to get blacklisted, so that's okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know I don't, if that, that's what they did. You know, I don't bash them. But if you come out now, and great, because you're exposing it, but it's kind of like, you should have you you came out earlier because, yeah. you know, other people suffered longer. Yeah, like I get you. The long, you know, it's been going on. Just admit that you chose your career. That's, that's oh, the, oh, that's what you're saying. That's oh, yeah. Thing if you did it, mind. then admit it. You know, I would like, oh, huh, yeah, you know. <laughs> but I mean, if we're talking about like a female director, I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have sex with her. I don't care. Yeah, because it's like you want <laughs> if you if that's what you want, and then you know that's what's gonna. I give want you the, it. the role, and I want the her for if the you whole want, moment. If you want to be Gambit, and it was a female director, and she was just coming on to you, then it's like hell yeah, I, I I'm like I'm okay with it because I'm allowing it. Just don't talk about it. Yeah, I won't. So <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, I don't talk about it. But again, it's what's the word? It's um, it's consensual. Consensual, yes. Fine, and I'll admit to it if you hate. Then you get uh, a role. Yeah, it was consensual. 
I want the two anyway, and I got a, something on top of that, so sure. And you got a really But nice if it's check. not consensual, then that's not cool, obviously. And yeah. Then, but if you're just talking about in general, like just admit that you did choose your career. But again, at the same time, that's a personal. That's their personal. It's like, a personal thing, but I just don't sit here and 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 try to lie. No, yeah, don't lie. Yeah, definitely. But again, that that's a. Uh, that's nothing they need to admit unless it was part of an investigation for, for, for whatever reason they needed. That was a need to know. Yeah. But no one needs to know that other than the person. <laughs> Is there an actor that you think you're just like, why are you famous? Why? Why am I watching you on my TV screen? You know, I, that was something that came into mind yesterday and I can't can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes, I, it'll <laughs> probably come back to me I, right now. No. Oh, well. He's not really an actor. Well, he's done acting. Who? He's in a shitstorm right now. Who? He's that YouTube star. YouTube star. Paul. Paul. Oh, the Paul. Logan Paul. Logan, Paul, Paul Logan. Or Jake Paul. Anyway, them. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> them. I mean. They flooded. You guys uh, did everything. it. Congrats to you. But I'm just, for me, I'm just like. Well, no. I'm not. I don't care about that whole Vine people. Like. Yeah. Congrats to them. I mean, some of them are funny. Like I like King Bach. But, no, he's not funny. I mean, like the the skits and stuff. But as far as like no. act, if you're acting, acting, like I'm not. This is the thing. Like for me, and I and Mariah Carey, she kind of said it in an interview one time, and she was like, a lot of these people are just wanting to be famous to be because yeah, just that I don't like the fame. And that yeah, I for me, if you ask me, oh, you know, if I was to make it and. I'm on a talk show host, Conan, and if they oh, so what do you think about your new fame? How do you like it? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just stop them there, like, hey man, like it's not about fame. It really isn't. I just want work. Really? It really isn't about fame. I just want to be noticed to that point where I just get work and yeah. I'm working doing what I love. I don't want fame. I don't care about that. I just yeah. want to work doing what I want to do, which is acting and film. I don't care about fame. I don't have to be pop. I don't. I'm not trying to be an A-list popular guy just someone that you're like oh Elroy I like his films let me check this film out that's all I want I don't want like oh my god Elroy and like uh, like all these cameras and mm-hmm. sign my autographs which I wouldn't mind doing and take a picture but I'm not about that that's not where it is for me so you would you would be more like uh, Keanu Reeves yes definitely perfect yeah. example perfect example I just want to run into him on the train one day I, I, yeah, I would love to run into him and just talk for a bit. Even if it was at a bar, it's like, hey, like, I don't need to make you feel like, oh, he knows I'm Keanu Reeves. I'm like, hey, but yeah. just talk like a regular person, like you would a random person that just comes up to you at a bar and just. It's, but it's amazing that he's just really. I don't know if it's because how he. Shout out up. to John Wick 3. That shit looked dope. But I, for the record, I saw that. I saw it when they were recording at one time oh, okay. in the city oh, at Wall yeah. Street, and for a second, a split second, we thought we saw Ruby Rose, mm. and I don't, I don't know if it was her, but she's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just, I, I can appreciate Keanu Reeves for how he is. I enjoy his film Speed. I love Speed. Oh. On an off day like this, I'm watching Speed. It and he donates a lot of his money too. Yeah. Did you hear what he did for the Matrix? No. He um, most of his money he gave to the cast and crew, like the crew members. Oh, he did, I think yeah. I heard that. Like, he's a good. I I want to work with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Like, I wish I was in John Wick three just so he can kill me. Like, <laughs> I would have just quick roll, like pow, like just shoot yeah. me. Like, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that's pretty much what I want to be. Like, Keanu Reeves, like a Keanu Reeves dude. Like, just give me work and I'll do interviews and whatnot. But. I don't need you to be on top of my ass. I'm not looking for the Kardashian fame. Oh, that's <laughs> a special type of fame. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that. That's, I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. I know you usually talk about them <laughs> or whatever, but yeah, like, I don't want that now. But, you know, but with the Kardashians, I have to give it to them. I, I have to give it to them, too. Like, so I give every, a lot of credit to anybody that's somewhere, whether it's just like, blah. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta give them uh, some type of credit. Kim, you're somewhere. What are you doing? I don't know, but <laughs> everyone knows who you are. But you know, growing up, well, me, I you idolize these people, and then now that I'm getting older, not that I'm old, uh, I see them now as just they're just people. 
and, th- that, and uh, I'm glad you said that because what I've been wanting to tell people, it's not about don't idolize anybody. Or, or or do or whatever, but make yourself be what it is that you look up to. Let someone look up to you. Like work on that. That's the most important thing you can do. Like, oh, I, I want to be like this person, or I like what this person is doing. No, what like something that you're doing. That's what it's got to be about. And that's kind of what I'm trying to take for myself. Like when I do my films, like just do it and try to get there. Let people get inspired by what I do as much as I was inspired by anybody else. So you want to just put yourself on that level as well. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's that helps make you feel better. If you're someone that suffers from depression, like that's a mindset that you got to do. Take away the what you see of people and put yourself there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. So looking looking at it now, um, I see these celebrities as like if this was high school they're just the popular people pretty much yeah they're just somebody with connections they're just somebody with a platform even when i saw when i ran into alec baldwin i didn't talk to him but he was on the phone walking his dogs and he's he's kind of been known to like attack paparazzi. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm scared so to go I was, <laughs> so i was scared um i was scared when I was walking past him because at first I didn't know who it was. And I'm like, damn, I recognize that voice. And then I saw who it, I saw him right in front of me. Um, we didn't make eye contact, but he was right in front of me. I'm like, yeah, like I can't say anything to this man. I mean, I've, I've run into a few celebrities actually in the streets. Julianne Moore, Lawrence Fishburne and Gina Torres with the kids. Lawrence Fishburne, the, the, the director guy? The actor, he, um, Matrix, he was Morpheus. Mm. He's in John Wick. He's the the dude with the pigeons. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I ran into him in the streets one summer, and you know they were just dressed up. It was a nice sunny day, and I'm like, oh snap! You know, I get like, wow, it's them because you don't really run into these people. Yeah. But you know, I don't go up to them to bother them, like, because they're they're living their life. But it's cool to see them, and I would like to say hi, like, hey, I, I like your work, but nah, I, I don't get do nervous. That. Yeah. <laughs> I get completely nervous. I don't get nervous. I just, I would hate the the, the feedback. Like, get out of here. Like, you know? Like, yeah, because yeah. you don't, like, they could be having a bad day and you're just, like, yeah, getting in, in the crossfires of them having a bad day. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, it's cool to see them there living their life. But I would definitely like to shoot the shit with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Oh, Keanu. I'm telling you, I really want to just run into You know, he's him. Probably, probably my next favorite actor after yeah. Gary Oldman. Like, yeah. I have a lot of likes in actors, but Keanu, for many different aspects, Gary Oldman, Keanu Reeves, for, you know, they're all different. Yeah. One of my favorite actors, um, and I try to watch everything he did, is James Franco. I like James Franco, you know? I love his films. He's he's funny dude. My favorite film... <laughs> This is the end. I wish I was part of that group. That looked like so much fun to film. I saw some of that movie. Uh, yeah. That looks like so much fun. And you had all of... They're all friends. Like, that group, it was just so cool. And then you were able to get... They were able to get other actors into their film. See, if you haven't seen it in full, watch it. Take time to watch the film. It's, that is probably one of my favorite comedic films. Because it had a lot of elements of many actors in it mm-hmm. as themselves mm-hmm. and it just looks like so much fun and this is the perfect example of why i want to do you know be an actor in film yeah. so for elroy martinez jr it's not about the oscars it's not about no i mean i want to win like anybody else <laughs> yeah you know i'm more interested in winning a sag award than an oscar award really? i think it looks cooler the, you had the the statue with the yeah mat. I, I i want that more than i want yeah. an oscar mm-hmm. it's not as weird as that sounds <laughs> Like the Harmony Award, I you know we won it. Um, usually, the way it goes, best short short. So like for best picture, is the producers that keep the award. Yeah. You know, not the director because they have their own. Yeah. Nominations. So for best um, short short, I'm like okay, I'm gonna keep the award, but with the actor actress um director slash producer, I'm like I think she wants it too. So I know that was coming, and you know I kind of mentioned that yeah this is the best short short you know for the producers. But I'm, I'm like, you know what? I told her you can have it. Like, I don't think she she was gonna take. I don't know if she was gonna offer it to me. But I was like, mm-hmm. you know, you can have it. Just be, you know, she does deserve it. 
And she apologized the next day, texting, hey, I'm sorry, I just grabbed it. I'm like, no, we were shocked, and it's fine. You can keep it. I would have hit her. <laughs> I really wanted it, and I'm not bashing Like She did a great job, and I was great to work with. But Because, um, you know, she, she definitely complimented me on my... Yeah how fast I was to deliver whatever she needed, you know, a fix on things or something. So, but she definitely deserved it. And I it was like, you know, you can keep it. Like the next one, if we win, I know we're on, hang on to your shorts film festival, May 4th and 5th, but we're for the 4th. Um, that's a long, it's a long, it's a lot of films, those two days. Mm-hmm. I know we're, I got two films on the 4th for that. I'm just waiting for the nominations, which I think is on Sunday. So I don't know if I'm going to go to both days or just for the awards. But, you know, if I win the next one, I'll take home that one. If not, it's cool because I get it's crediting. I, it's all about crediting, really. Yeah. I can say I'm an award winner. She can say she's an award winner. She just has it physically. I mean, this is fine. I have two awards of my own, but I bought them. The acting one, best actor. Again, the legitimacy of that event. You know, I I, I prefer um, festivals. Now I don't do online events no more, but mm-hmm. I that's I have those, and it's like that means something to me because yeah. even then it was I was chosen. Yeah. So, so what's next for you then? What what do you have planned? Right now, just um, finalizing my last short film. I want to. Def- I'm I'm real positive about it. It's called Aphrodite. It's, it has a little twist at the end. You know, it's romance drama. Mm-hmm. So, that's my next big project for that, and just do festivals that I'm waiting for for this year and next year that I want to really put it out there before putting it on YouTube, which I usually do, because some festivals allow you to do something that's already out yeah. and they'll accept it some festivals they're like it can't have been premiered at all so there's different festivals that allow and whatnot but um just being able to just change my life in many regards of my own personal things that i gotta deal with and yeah fix up just so i can progress further so well i hope I hope to see you one day, though. Even though I'm just if if you ever make it on the big screen, I'm just gonna sit there like I know this fool, <laughs> like, and I'm just gonna be like I can't watch this, but enjoy the movie, guys. Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, you know, YouTube is a start so. <laughs> for anybody, but yeah. So do you have any uh, final thoughts for us today, guys? Just make you know do something that's worth doing for yourselves, and really look into what it is that you want to achieve and achieve it or try to achieve it don't let it pass by don't sit on your ass just make things happen we all have to make things happen we're all capable of making things happen you're capable of making things happen to what you want to do what is it you want to for yourself what is it that you really wanted to like achieve what's the main goal like i want to be an actor and on film really on the big screen what is it that you want to do for yourself me i want to be like howard stern but nicer there you go so then this is the start and just really just try to make those moves those pathways look into it and that's all i can really say for people just we are all capable of achieving it's just about you know not everyone is as fortunate as others to get there right away but yeah yeah so where can people find you on you can find me on instagram elroy martinez jr that's my name follow me on that uh twitter think it's the same Elroy Martinez Jr. I really I really don't post on that or mm-hmm. you know my YouTube channel if you want to see my work Elroy Martinez Jr. Simple as that just my name. <laughs> well I'll have all of those links ready for everyone in the description. Uh, guys remember you can always listen to this on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud and it's all for free. Alright thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And guys don't forget to like and subscribe and you can follow me on Instagram at Roman. I'll see you guys at the next one.